Welcome to One With, a podcast about Manitoba travel and adventure. My name is Graham Hoosen. I'm Alyssa Etzel. I'm Kelsey Marcotte. I'm William Ludwig. And uh, this morning, it's it's really cold out there. <laughs> it is a chilly freaking morning. And all of us discovered that we have recently seen, except for Alyssa, um, a movie that heavily features cold. Speaking of, yeah, speaking of cold, weather? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, we all watched Fargo, which I think is kind of a coincidence. Yeah. Well, the movie, like I had seen a long time ago, it's one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. But the show I watched recently which was really interesting. Um, and yeah, I feel like a lot of people are, are watching the show and the movie right now, which is kind of yeah. weird. I actually haven't seen the movie. What? You I were watched, watching the show? I watched the show. You watched the oh. show without having seen the movie? Yeah, I watched the show and I was like, oh my God, this is a great show. And oh. I was like, oh, have you seen the movie? I'm like, You have to watch, oh my gosh. It's like, it ties in together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, does it? Yes. Like you have to... There's a whole bunch of shit that you wouldn't even understand oh, yeah. <laughs> if you hadn't seen the other one. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. gosh. What's, what's weird to me is that I oh. hate, I hate the cold. I hate winter. But yeah. watching Fargo actually makes me kind of appreciate the cold. Yeah. Something about like how beautiful it's shot and stuff yeah, like totally. that. Yeah, totally. It just makes me like want to go and find a dead body in the snow. Yeah. I don't know. Makes me that wow. thinking of Fargo makes me want to punch Billy Bob Thornton in the face. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Billy Bob but Thornton? I also feel kind of bad for him like Lauren? he Lauren Malvo? Oh. Yeah, he's got that horrible haircut and like I don't know. I just feel kind of like I he feel bad for Angelina all the bad guys. Jolie tattoo. Yeah. Wow. What? Well, I mean, I do too. But that's... <laughs> Wait, is that in the show or no? no like in, in real life, life. Oh, okay. she yeah. used to carry his blood in like this weird yeah. vial around her neck. Yeah, they were oh weird. In a necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. So it just got me thinking, like maybe I should just watch more like Manitoba and winter-themed things that I can get through the season because I love me some Frances McDormand. Oh yeah. And um, I don't know, something so wholesome about that movie. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? Totally. And also, the show is filmed in Calgary, so it's like. The actors, you can tell that they're like really cold while we're filming, and it like it's kind of nice. Like you're like, oh, like wow, and it makes you appreciate winter a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, what is it about Canada? Wow, I and... love winter. <laughs> Why do you love winter? Because it makes me feel alive. <laughs> I, I, wow, I feel the opposite. I love you. I feel completely <laughs> dead. You know what? Like you go outside and you're like, wow, I'm really experiencing life right now. <laughs> like the the air. You only say that in winter. Too cold. <laughs> Yes. No. The answer is yes. <laughs> no, I mean like you step outside and the it's like freezing and it hits your face and you breathe in and it's like and you can't breathe because really it's so cold. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like really fresh. You have like a halzer, yeah. like a fisherman's friend in your yeah. mouth, that freezes your entire soul. Yeah. What what it makes me think of is like, wow, this is a place where if I stay outside for too long, I will die. Yeah, I die. will die. I you think can about that die all the of time. Exposure here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like, not a problem for a lot of places. I, no. Like, my parents took me outside when I was little when it was, like, minus 20, so I don't know. I like winter more than I like summer a lot of the time. I feel like if you stood outside, no matter where you live, like, for an extended duration of time, the chance of you dying probably rise. They like, rise. But, but, <laughs> whether it's, like, heat stroke or yeah. frostbite Winnipeg, if you're or out there mosquito for like malaria or something. <laughs> mosquito malaria? <laughs> mosquito malaria? <laughs> well, okay, fine. It's malaria. Okay, but malaria comes from some mosquitoes, though, so like, it just yeah. makes sense. But like, but in Duh. winter, if you stand out there and do nothing for like an hour, you could actually die. Yeah, we live yeah, in a place if you're not where dressed if you're properly exactly, which is just bizarre to me that human beings would live in a place that is actively trying to kill them. Yeah, I was talking. Yeah, but we have we have innovated so much that there's no <laughs> reason for you to be outside and be like, I am frozen. I'm freezing. Like, what if your car breaks down in the middle shit. of the highway? This may Kate, be showing my you're... prejudice towards Manitoba, which is maybe not the most conducive thing for a Manitoba adventure podcast. Okay, okay the car thing is if you're driving on the highway in winter, you have emergency boots in your car, you have emergency snow pants in your car, do you, you have emergency three blankets in your car? What? Yes, if you live in the country, that is uh, always in your vehicle. I've got a granola bar wrapper in like three yeah, cents. Okay, That's and all so, I have in my car right now. So whose fault is it if you succumb to death because of the cold? Mine! Mine 100%, and also my ancestors who chose to live in this yeah. frozen hellhole. I was talking about that the other I day. Think they were surprised about that. They well. probably came in the summer, and they were like, oh, this is a great place to to set up camp and then the winter came and they're like oh shit like (laughs) i guess we're set up but this is horrible and then they just some of them came off like there are pictures in the archives of like old ukrainian babas and stuff like coming off of the (laughs) mine probably off of the train and not the train station that's here in winnipeg now but uh, yeah the older one Mm -hmm. um on the sidewalk and stuff and they're like just sitting on the sidewalk and it's probably like minus 30 outside (laughs) but yeah i think they like 
uh, played Canada up a bit. Those oh, oh, they did. <laughs> it really makes you appreciate the the struggles of refugees who come from very hot temperatures. Yeah. And come over here, and it's just frozen, and they don't know what they were expecting. They don't yeah, know they, they were like, for. "What is this place?" <laughs> <laughs> they just want to go back. Yeah. Okay, no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably not. Um, <laughs> Can we flip that out? <laughs> 100% they do not want to go back. <laughs> okay, Maybe so like 80% they don't. Yeah. True. When it's part of them, 40 with windchill, they're probably like, okay, so maybe yeah. Canada wasn't the right country. Yeah, yeah maybe you should have gone to Australia. <laughs> so today's topic is one that a couple of us are pretty passionate about. It is uh, social media and travel. And guys, I'm a complete bozo when it comes to this. So um, Alyssa and Will, you guys know a lot about this. Head us off. What's what's the tea? Alyssa, Alyssa, what are your qualifications? 300 oh, words run, or less. Run down my resume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I work for Parks Canada in the summer. Mm-hmm. I do promotions, and uh, a lot of that is like doing events, social media. So all of the campaigns for social media. Um, I've worked for Tourism Dolphin, too. Wow. And I don't know. I like going out and doing stuff. Yeah, Kelsey, you you have a pretty unique relationship with traveling mm-hmm, in true. Canada. What's up with that? Yeah, I work for Via Rail um, seasonally in the summer. So for the last four years, I've worked um, on the train out of Winnipeg going to Vancouver and Toronto and back. And mm. then also Churchill before the, the rail got all messed up. Wow. Um, I only went once to Churchill, but it was like amazing it did you so see cool. a polar bear no i didn't it wasn't polar bear season oh. but it was beluga whale season Whoa. and i went yeah. like on the hudson's bay um and swam like i like literally touched beluga whales it was crazy oh, yeah God. it was insane oh. it was like the craziest experience but, and it was like it was july and it was so cold and also there was like the most mosquitoes i've ever seen in my life so like it <laughs> Welcome was to Northern yeah Manitoba. it was kind of like really uncomfortable but also amazing at the same time you touched a beluga whale yeah like a bunch of them like what did, what did it say were you swimming with them <laughs> no it's like, don't touch no. me no i was in like <laughs> i was yeah it was like leave yeah. me alone like, i'm sick of this you're in my house yeah no, i was on like a big i don't I can't remember what they called it, but it was like a really big, just like floaty boat oh, thing. Oh my god! Yeah, no. like a raft thing. And no. then it has the rubber. Around yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just like, yeah, you can just like they come right up and they like uh-uh. jump around you and uh-uh. stuff, cool. and you can like no. touch them. And then they have this thing where they put like a mic into the water so you can hear oh, them like yeah, talking yeah. to each other. What? Yeah, it's crazy. And then they also have like you can like kayak with them and you can straight up swim with them and but paddleboard. Yeah, you can do all these things. But I was only there for like a couple hours on my layover, so mm. I did, the only thing I could do was that one. But it was oh. like, yeah, it was crazy. That's got me. Fucked up. Yeah. I <laughs> crazy. cannot stand the thought of swimming with something that is larger than me. They're so nice, though. How do you know that? That's true. I'm they sorry. Are. Did, I did, that, did that microphone in the water pick that up? Did it say that they were kind? Did it say that they hey, come in for research <laughs> yeah. that can interpret those little click things. They make cute little sounds. Yeah. The thing that scared me, though, is that they said that there might be um, like a killer whale kicking around, and I was like, mm, yeah. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, it would yeah, mess they, you up. They said it was coming but anyway wow. can you imagine when having that on Churchill. your business card sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna make a stupid joke but i feel like you have something smarter to say <laughs> please talk yeah when i went to churchill they had um when i saw the whales they had the uh, that mic in the water mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's some lady that's doing this cool documentary about it that's sweet mm-hmm. yeah I saw a video clip recently, unrelated to travel, um, where a, a whale was straight up talking to a no. I mean, it might have been a dolphin. Was talking to a person. Mm, yeah, maybe a they dolphin. They would say like, they would say like, "Hello," what? and the blue would be like, <laughs> I don't know if that's talking. I, it, it seemed pretty. When, it's wow. just imitating it pretty like, like voice yeah, sound. yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Like it didn't know that it was saying hi. <laughs> it was just like trying to copy her, wow. which is really cute and yeah, scary. Yeah, that is actually a little scary. Mm-hmm. Did well, you like talk to the locals when you were there? Yeah, a little bit. Were they wearing shorts even though it was like ten degrees? Um, yeah, I think so. Wow, it's such so a fun. weird place, and also like the yeah. main street is called Kelsey Street, which is so weird. Whoa. And then my name is all over that place, and I don't know why. Uh, it's because um, like a bunch of rivers are named that too. Up yeah. north, there's some notable person whose last name was hmm. Kelsey, I think, because one of the Manitoba hydro dams up north is called Kelsey. Yeah, so, it's yeah. crazy. I was like, whoa, my it's home. It's actually because you're a celebrity. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought. I got off the I train, think, and yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. They were like, there's the, the Kelsey Street in Gillum, too. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. 
Yeah, Gillum. Yeah, I stopped in Gillum on my way up on the train um, in the middle of the night. So I didn't really get to see much. But also, we st- the train stops in Thompson on the way up to, or it used to, when the rails were all good. Mm-hmm. Stops in Thompson for, like, two hours. Because, like, a lot of the locals use the train as, like, a way to get their groceries. Like, when they live in, like, rural areas. Wow. Yeah, which is crazy. So the train just, like, stops and lets them go do their shopping. And then they get back on the train with their groceries and then go back huh. home. Yeah, it's crazy. That's so cool. Yeah. Innovation is incredible. Yep. Well, what's your what's your relationship? I don't with? I don't even want to say like your resume is like so intimidating. You've been all over the Canada. Yeah, and I'm, like, stuff, I'm a right? photographer. <laughs> um, I mean, my relationship with travel. I mean, I I love I mean I love to explore wherever I am. Um, I haven't like I don't know if I've seen as much of Canada. Mm. I've seen I've seen more of outside of North America. I think. Yeah. Um, oh. Which is which yeah, is like sweet. which is fun. Uh, however, it just makes you think like what's going on in Canada, mm-hmm. you know, like you, like even like one province left or one province right over. It's yeah. like, well, what am it's, I missing? It's crazy. Like it, there's such a difference all over the country. Like if mm-hmm. you're, yeah. if you're in Vancouver, there's mountains and ocean and also the East coast, I've been to the East coast, not on the train cause it doesn't go that far, but um, like just for vacation and the East coast is like amazing and beautiful and the people are so nice mm-hmm. and yeah, it just amazes. Like it's so amazing how different, the different parts of the country are apparently it smells like fish all the time over there <laughs> no i don't think so which is like <laughs> i mean maybe maybe i just i didn't notice it but they do <laughs> Wait, have, you said that's your kind of place yeah <laughs> okay. they do have really really good seafood a little so off brand <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get a good sniff out there kelsey come on where's the no. gonzo journalism i know <laughs> where's the where's the investigative journalism in that? Yeah, I'll have to go back. Speaking of investigative journalism, <laughs> segues are weird. Um, <laughs> that was a pretty good one. We have a, I guess you would call it a question of the day. Ooh. What we we did is we went out to the streets of Winnipeg and we talked to a bunch of locals. We invaded their space and we asked them a question of the day. Uh, how how much <laughs> social media has affected their plan their travel plans in Manitoba? How social media has influenced what they if they've how social media has influenced them to see more of Manitoba if it has or if it hasn't. So we're gonna play a couple audio clips from the people who were so happy to speak with us. Mm-hmm. And this segment is called "One with the People." Hi, my name is Taylor Wilgosh. I am a teacher. Where do you teach? At Caldona East Collegiate. What do you teach? Science, currently. Which grade? Grade 9. Okay. Um, well, we're doing a couple questions about travel this evening. Um, do you like to travel? I love to travel. Where was the last place you traveled to? I traveled to Greece, Croatia, and London, England this summer. And how did you decide to go to all those places? What what made you decide to go? A friend invited me. But also, they were very beautiful. And they were all involved swimming in the ocean. And they were all super warm. So... Did you do? Did you look up anything before you went, or was it all just friends' recommendation from what they've saw online? A uh, friend's recommendation. What's the furthest away from home that you've been traveling? Ooh, uh, furthest. Okay. I would say I think Croatia is further than Amsterdam. I'm gonna yes. Say, I'm yes, gonna it say is. <laughs> yes, it is. Croatia. Croatia is the furthest. So you've been to Croatia, which is quite far. Yes. You've been to London, you said? Mm-hmm. Also quite far. Um, where was the last place that you visited in Manitoba? In Manitoba. My house. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the furthest you've been in either direction? Anywhere in Manitoba. I've been to Brandon. That's the furthest you've been? No, West? No, no, no. I have been to, I've been to the Paw, actually. Oh. I went to the Paw when I was maybe 12, when I played hockey. Oh, so you went there for a team trip. 
a team trip, yes. What, and you just went there to play hockey? We just went there to play hockey. Do you remember anything about the paw that stands out in your mind? Um, what do I remember? I actually think we took the train there, which was really cool. Uh, what else? It was super cold. It was the middle of winter when we went. It was kind of like Winnipeg, just cold and snowy. I, I don't remember much. I was like 12 years old. But So, I mean, I think everyone, including myself, I think it's common for people to, like, when you think of traveling, like, you want to go super far away from where you live, go see the world sort of thing, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. I'm just thinking, if you know... For someone to say, I've been to Croatia, I've been to London, I've been to all these crazy places, but, you know, in your mind, the furthest place that you've been is Brandon, I mean, the Pauly for a hockey tournament, is, like, what? how does that make you feel about experiencing your own province? Um, it's very sad, I think. I think we just find the other side of the world more fascinating, maybe? Like, for me, if I go on a vacation, I want to see the ocean, and I want to see different like, I want to see mountains, and I want to see valleys, and things that aren't just in my backyard. You know what I mean? Right. So, do you, like, you just don't want to travel across Manitoba, or? It's not that I don't want to. I mean, do you know what? I actually, I took a trip to Riding Mountain uh, a couple of years ago to go camping in Clear Lake, and it was actually super beautiful, because I had no idea that there was actually, like, like, while we were driving, it wasn't just flat prairies. It had some hills and whatever else so that was super nice um and th- I think that's about four hours away up north and it was actually really beautiful but I yeah I I would like to travel more in Manitoba I mean I have a cabin in Ontario just across the border and it's very beautiful and I love going there so I mean I'm sure that it looks just the same if I find a lake in Manitoba <laughs> Where would you say, in your mind, the go-to spot in Manitoba would be for you? I would love to go to Churchill. I would like to take the train there, actually, and make like a whole little vacation out of it. I um, actually met somebody recently who worked as a travel, not a travel agent, but she worked doing tours for like beluga whales. And I've also heard, like, I had a couple friends that went and did... Uh, snorkeling I believe it was snorkeling with beluga whales which sounds amazing so I would I would love to actually take a trip up to Churchill at one point in my life and see what it's all about do you follow a lot of travel related pages on social media um yeah I think so I have a few which ones Ooh. I guess if you can't remember the name, like what, what pictures do they post generally? If it's like Instagram, I guess you're talking about. Yeah, on Instagram, um, I don't know what they're called. It's it wouldn't be like Manitoba. Yeah, like just travel destination pages or yeah, beautiful locations. Yeah, they're yeah, it's something like that where it's like beautiful locations all across the world, more so. Where I'm like, ooh, I'd like to go there one day, but they're not necessarily Manitoba. Yeah. Do you think do you think following any of those pages has influenced your travel schedule? Uh I think that's eye opening. Sometimes you like come across a picture and you're like, Oh snap. I'd like to go there. Like, especially I find there's tons of pictures on even the pages that I follow are like Thailand and Bali and places that I would never think of going or like never think that they're as beautiful as the pictures show. So I think it definitely, like, having a page like that definitely shows off the world's beauty. I don't know. I think it would be interesting to see, like, a Manitoba, like, somebody make one for Manitoba. I think there is. Is there, like, Travel Manitoba or something? Yeah. Just to see, like, what does Manitoba have to offer? Yeah. Show me some beautiful spots where they make me want to go there. Have you, have you ever seen a post on... A travel thi- a travel site, and actually, gone from seeing the picture, going, oh snap, that's a beautiful place, and then actually going there. Um, I did. I went in Greece. What the heck was it called? 
It was in Kefalonia. It was called Shipwreck Beach, which is like a very, like if you saw the picture, you'd be like, oh yeah, I've seen that. And I saw it in real life and it was just as beautiful. Did you? Yeah, s- it was pretty cool. Did you find that while you were in Greece already or were you at home before you went? You found that spot and you said, I want to go see that. Um, I had seen the spot many times. I just didn't know. In person? No. You're I had seen about, like in person, like from seeing it on your phone to being like, okay, I'm going there. And then like physically going. No, I actually, even when I got to Greece, I didn't realize like the island that we were on. I didn't even realize that's where it was. It was actually a friend of mine that I was traveling with was like, oh, we need to go see this shipwreck beach. And I just said, all right, let's go check it out. And then as soon as I got there, I realized, oh, I've seen this all over. Okay, so, so someone in the in your group had that experience where they saw it on their on their phone and they went, "Yeah, we're going here." Because I feel like that's a big motivator for like travel, tourism, and like tourism agencies and stuff. Like they want you to be able to like l- see the image, click like you're less than. There's a quote from a photographer that I follow on social media. Paraphrasing, it says, "Today you're less than ten clicks away from." seeing a picture and purchasing a ticket to get there because everything's linked through their social media. You click on, you click on the picture, you click on their profile. They have a link to their ticket area where you can buy a ticket to get there, and then you're on your way. Oh, I totally get that. I'm all about that. I do that with shopping online all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, those people, we sure were one with them. <laughs> Good job, guys. I'm those... fucking out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of this. <laughs> All right, so... Podcast is shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's chat a little wow, bit about this topic. To this. Our... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk a little bit about this topic ourselves, because I know that you guys have some pretty hot-button opinions on this. So, um, guys... Does social media really make millennials millennials <laughs> millennials want to travel more? I think, think? D- definitely. I'm just gonna jump in right there, 100. Sure. percent I'd say for sure it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to be. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know what you would have to be to like not be influenced in Me. any way by social media to travel. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, then that's. that's but <laughs> I think that even like I think you even understand that social media has like encouraged a mass amount of like people oh yeah yeah. travel yeah exactly yeah oh definitely um well for me like you guys know i'm 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 kind of a homebody i'm not really much of a traveler but but like the allure of getting that perfect photo for instagram or something is um pretty pretty strong i think i think traveling i mean getting the perfect photo that's like you want to go somewhere because you want to go there. You're not uh, going there because, I mean, it, I mean, for a lot of people, it is that for normal human beings. It is a lot of like, yeah. you know, I got a, I'm, a, I am a photographer, or, you know, I have a, a social media following, and this yeah. is what I do. So I got to go here to get a good picture. But, I think for a lot of people, I think, well, I, I guess I can speak for myself. It's if I'm going to go somewhere, it's because I want to go there. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not a business opportunity. I mean. Yeah. It, sure. Some I mean, it can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. if you're hired to go, you know, do a product shoot or mm-hmm. or well, yeah, or clothing brand or something, then you're on location. An influencer but who uh, wants to be an like, or if you're someone who wants to be an influencer, you have to go to those places mm-hmm. and take those photos, be, like to get your following. Also, like I'm not really much of a photographer, but I will look at like Instagram and see people posting pictures of like cool places and then it makes me for sure want to go there like Mm -hmm. places in manitoba there's so many that i have seen pictures of that i want to go to that i haven't yet but it's like that's how i kind of know about it and then that's what makes me want to do it that's the whole reason i like decided to go to thailand too was like i saw a bunch of pictures and i was like yep okay sweet was it that simple yeah Yeah, pretty much like i knew i knew i wanted to do like a big trip Mm -hmm. but i didn't know where i wanted to go and then like I had some friends that were there or something or someone on my Instagram was there and mm-hmm. I was looking at their pictures and I was like, yeah, okay, sweet. Yeah. That's actually funny. There was a, there's a photographer that I follow, um, Chris Burkhard, mm-hmm. um, very well established, very well established photographer. Um, there's a quote that I found from him that, that, that sort of plays to that. Mm-hmm. Um, he says with social media quote, now you're less than 10 clicks away from seeing an image on Instagram to purchasing a ticket to go there, oh. which is like, 
Well, which speaks yeah. exactly. I don't know if it was exactly like that. Like you saw a picture, you clicked through the, the the link, and you found like a website where you could just buy tickets like from that post. Oh no, it wasn't quite like that. But um, I mean, yeah, like yeah, that's like something that like, I would like. Think it's about. so simple now. Yeah. Like, and I think like the accessibility with making like, which which I think does make millennials want to travel more because mm-hmm. it's so the accessibility now through these websites you can just simply yeah. see a picture and if it's from like a from let's say like travel alberta or yeah. something or wherever like their tourism is like having a, a page and mm-hmm. if they if they do like the, the swipe up or uh, on instagram i think yeah. it's just like click their page and then click the link in their yeah. bio you're like right to their page you yeah. can buy tickets yeah. to get out there like it's so easy yeah i think also what i've noticed generally is kind of like a travel for or a, a trend for travel um with like millennial traveling is that it's a lot more um spontaneous and like and um impulsive i think yeah. than it used to be like like when like when my mom goes on trips she, she mm-hmm. for example she will like like schedule it down to the minute what she's doing meanwhile people like us are more just like yeah sure why not you yeah. know like let's why why wouldn't i go to yeah. thailand that's yeah. like yeah i think that in general millennials maybe don't do that as much but i think that's a personality thing as well like yeah. i have friends that still plan the heck out of their trips and i'm like how yeah. like mm-hmm. for me when i go somewhere i don't want it to be planned because then yeah. you don't let yourself experience like the localness of the place or like yeah you don't really like allow yourself the ability to just like walk into some store that you are walking past and look Mm -hmm. cool and then you talk to the shop owner and it was like their passion project for four years and they eventually like built a strong enough following that they could open a brick and mortar store or whatever Mm -hmm. like which for me is like the reason that I travel is because I think that it's fascinating how much of the world is like similar to us but then how much of it is like vastly different mm-hmm. so yeah that's true that's fair but um back to the the, the point was just kind of like um social media like also with the internet it's so much easier to get information about where you're going like like okay so you so you wind up in in thailand you can google like good places to go or something like that meanwhile yeah. they'd have to like buy a travel book or something like that from yeah the bookstore so i just think the information is like <laughs> So much faster. I did yeah. The, did aged. you? Yeah, I bought uh, the Lonely Planet. Yeah, people still buy it. Yeah, it was like oh, they honestly, do. Oh, was, I work in a bookstore. I know. It was oh. my like you savior. You work in a bookstore? Yeah, I do. And they sell like hotcakes. Yeah. You sell hotcakes or books? <laughs> <laughs> I sell books like hotcakes. Oh, okay. Slathered in butter. <laughs> oh yeah, God. that book was like <laughs> it was a godsend. It yeah, was, it was Ooh, awesome. Yeah. Cause like like you don't well for me like I didn't follow it like okay here I'm gonna follow this map like this and blah 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 but mm-hmm. like there's so much useful information in it information in it about uh like places to stay they have all different budgets of like hostels or like hotels that you want to stay in and that's like how i decided to take the train in thailand to just like do my traveling the only way i knew about it was from that book so Uh yeah fair yeah take public transit yeah totally it was like to take the train take the public transit yeah in the place that you're visiting for sure to take the train like an hour in thailand was literally a dollar (laughs) <laughs> wow literally a dollar yeah. yeah like it's crazy cheap Jeez. plus you like it's learn, very uncomfortable you, you and gross but you know more. yeah like i took Definitely. the underground in london and paris and i yeah like i don't i don't know how people know anything about the city yeah if they're not using their public transit plus yeah. you get to hear those cool intercom voices oh, they're like do a a la Petty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, see. Je- I thought you were going to go for the mind the gap, but uh, no, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> That's see, I'm, I'm more of I'm more of like a walker. Like like when yeah, I was no, in walking totally. is me too. Like I took the, like when I was in um Edinburgh with my girlfriend and I, we were her brother played hockey out there for a year. Wow. So we went to visit him and we walked everywhere. Like mm-hmm. we took the yeah. we took the bus like just for the experience. Um I mean there's no like there's no language gap. Mm-hmm. Like you sure it's kind of hard to understand them a little bit. Uh, that's just because it's like different different yeah. uh, tongues and everything. But um, I don't know. I think walk like walking for me. It's like I, I have nothing wrong with taking the bus, but like I feel like yeah. even though I walk for like twelve hours a day, like if I get up in the morning, walk everywhere that I'm actually going, then like walk home. It's like you feel like I just feel like I see a lot more. Totally. Oh yeah. no, totally. Yeah. Like when I was in London, I just like. I had you have to use the underground sort of yeah like yeah I didn't I my aunt lives in England so we stayed with her 
and uh, she like lives in an out like she doesn't live in the core obviously so we would have to take the underground anyway but mm. yeah you walk probably like 30,000 steps yeah yeah and also will for you as a photographer it's probably easier that way to get really good photos yeah that, that's actually a really good point um, that might actually just be like a subconscious thing where like if I'm if I'm moving if I'm quickly moving like I'll miss something yeah oh, so that totally. could be just like something yeah, in the back totally. of my head like I'm sort of just like train myself to like always just walk mm-hmm. and like ex- like explore so yeah that's a good point yeah thanks Graham no problem <laughs> um, also another oh oh I had a point about social media oh man oh it'll come back to me oh also <laughs> so I've seen maybe this is just me paying attention to it more recently because we're doing this project there are so many social media or Instagram, like Winnipeg, Manitoba, Mm -hmm. travel bloggers and Instagrammers Mm -hmm. that you kind of have to, it won't cut it just to stay in the Winnipeg-ish area and surrounding areas to get a really good, unique photo anymore, I don't think. Like you kind of need to travel to get unique content to share is at least kind of like my mentality if I were doing that. Well, I mean... If you're if you're a photographer, um, I mean, variety is obviously important. Yeah. If you're just like if you live in Winnipeg and all your photos are just of like Winnipeg buildings, mm-hmm. there's only so many buildings, so eventually mm-hmm. your your brand's gonna run out, your market's value is <laughs> gonna run out. Yeah. But I mean, if you're taking pictures of like buildings and and like uh, nature and landscapes and portraits, like if you like if you if you limit yourself to like one type of photography, you're gonna you're not going to last very long. Yeah, but I see like a lot of like wilderness photographers. And I feel like it's hard to to Yeah, but what do you mean by that? Do you mean like actual wilderness photographers or do you mean like people who go on a hike and are like person that I'm with? That I'm going to strategically place you here <laughs> yeah, in that. this path. Birds Hill yes. Park. <laughs> oh. Yeah, or that Sandylands one. Yeah, provincial forest. Or like someone who thinks like, like there's a difference between someone who like makes a drive out to Pinawa Dam to take like a picture and then like that's like huge now. I see so many people oh, going there. It's so I get great, it. Like though. I've never been. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Really? I've been to Pinawa, but I have not been. It's so. It great. definitely is beautiful. Yeah, I should, I should check it out. My thing is just that like, uh, and this is this is a very uninformed opinion. But to me, <laughs> good start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say it anyway. <laughs> but I'm gonna share it anyway. I feel like Manitoba, in terms of um, maybe terrain, is maybe the right word, isn't the most diverse thing. So wilderness yeah, so right. or Not nature informed. photographers <laughs> in Manitoba have to get more creative to get mm. original content, which involves traveling further and further from the general Winnipeg area, which is where I feel many of them live. I feel like because it's the city center of I, Manitoba. I, I I I hear what you're you're trying to do. That could um, be that could be completely wrong. <laughs> no 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 no. Like I open like, no, for no, I, I, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I feel yeah. like here's the, here's where I'm at mm-hmm. mentally, and this is just this is just for me. Yeah. That if you no matter what you are doing, whether it's like photography or writing or mm-hmm. or working on a train <laughs> or being the best like see or a VRL employee ever, it's like if yeah. you're if you're it's me. If you're good. If you're if you're good at what you do it doesn't matter where you are mm-hmm. yeah like totally. if you if you are an average something and you have and you feel like you have you have to go here because it'll make your your average content look better mm-hmm. like that that's i don't know if that's the right mentality okay like if you're good enough like if you're good you're good okay. and if you're not good then people totally. won't notice you like there's a difference between like you can go somewhere, you can be an average photographer or an average whatever, and go somewhere and take the best damn picture ever, mm-hmm. and get all the likes you want in the world, yeah. and have it be a one shot. But yeah. I, like, if you're good, you're good. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And like, the common misconception is that Manitoba is not diverse in its terrain, and that's wrong. Like, we have boreal forest. We have like Canadian Shield, which is amazing. We have yeah. big rock. We have tundra. We have big tundra. Tree. Tund- the we tundra is crazy. Des- there is a desert yeah. in what? Manitoba. Where's that desert? <laughs> show uh, me that a- desert, Mama. <laughs> Are you saying desert? Like, show me the hotcakes again? Or? <laughs> Desert. Okay. Where do we have a desert? This is the first time I've ever heard. I actually didn't know that either. Is that yeah. in the north, like a tundra desert? No. Uh, Are you lying uh, for podcast it's content? It's Spruce Woods. No, no it's, not. it's called Spirit Le- Spirit Sands. I'm gonna write that Whoa. down. Whoa. Spirit Sands. Yeah. Spirit Sands. 
There's a desert in Winnipeg or in Manitoba? Yeah. <laughs> in, it's like center of Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> I've never That's noticed this before. <laughs> yeah, but no, I don't know. Like working in tourism, I'm just like, okay, I get that. Like, um, like we want to highlight that. Yeah, we have polar bears, and that's super cool. And I mean, that's what's going to attract people internationally. But like mm-hmm. our largest, um, the the piece of our tourism industry in Manitoba that takes up the most is Manitobans going to other places in Manitoba, and and part of me thinks that like local Instagram influencers are doing a better job uh, at finding those places that aren't. Churchill and Winnipeg and like highlighting them and getting like the Manitobans that travel within Manitoba out to like go to other places like Pinawa Dam yeah I've seen a lot of that recently I Mm -hmm. see I see more of the white shell than I used to I see spirit sands occasionally but like yeah it's just it's encouraging people to go places that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise and i think that like um in terms of like travel manitoba is in my opinion like not doing a good enough job at at like breaking the stereotype that exists within manitobans minds that like all we have is prairie and that sucks when like first of all we don't really have prairie like it's actually just agricultural fields like if you've actually ever seen a natural prairie saskatchewan it is no because saskatchewan (laughs) is also uh you don't think that's agricultural no we're getting controversial the only thing that is natural is grasslands (laughs) national park and like yeah i mean i grew up on the prairies like grew up here and i'm like yeah i know what prairie looks like blah 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 but no None of us know what it actually looks like. Yeah. We just know what fields of crop look like. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. And they look pretty. Yeah. And so when we're like, yeah, we the prairies suck, I'm like, guys, we don't actually, like, even though we're prairie kids, we have no idea what the actual natural real prairie looks like. Yeah. And it's incredible. Um, but what, what's, what, what would be like, what would be a natural, like, where would be like your first go-to for like a natural prairie? Grasslands. Yeah, so like in Saskatchewan, there's Saskatchewan? Grasslands National Saskatchewan, Park, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like Grasslands is like sort of foothilly, so it's like not like a flat. I can see no trees, Grassland, but like you go there and you're like, shit, man, this is what all of Canada used to look like. Yeah, like it hits you like a ton of bricks, where you're like, wow. Well, Canada used to be under like. Never mind. I'm not, I, I was I, I was in a museum <laughs> once. A lake. I was in a museum and I was like, I can't remember where it was. And there was a dinosaur and it was like, yeah, this was Morden. found in it was Morden. That was right. What was Bruce. the? Di- yeah, that's oh my it. Gosh. This is your story now. I'm not Jeez. telling you. <laughs> and do you want to tell the story? No, no, no. I don't. I, I, um, I was just looking up for anyone who's wondering that uh, desert in uh, Spruce Woods yeah. Provincial Park. It's, called it's only it's only about two hours away from Winnipeg, yeah. oh, wow. west of Winnipeg. Most stuff in Manitoba is only two hours away. That's so, true, actually. Yeah. The borders are. So anyone two hours who's anyone who's <laughs> anyone who's interested in going out there, it's uh, Provincial Highway Number Two. <laughs> Directions Google Maps helping me out here. It's wow. just off of Brand. Like you can you like driving to Brandon and you can just yeah. It's like yeah. I and I had no idea and it's only two and a half hours away. Hmm. Like that's that's definitely going to be like on a on a list to do like on a on a weekend or something. Make a drive out yeah. there. Like it's not that far. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, it's not. Neither is. Um, Steep Rock isn't that far. <laughs> so then, uh, this isn't really on the agenda, but what I what I really want to hear your guys' opinion on, social media travel photos and editing. Oh, God. I was expecting a bigger response from Melissa there because I, I don't have heard you scream. This is, this yeah, is such a... This is such I do scream a sensitive topic. Because, Will, you posted a full-on, like, 10-photo Instagram story thing on it you're like hmm what's the ethics of this it's right true, it's though. it's a sensitive uh, I, and i don't know um kelsey is like as like you're not a photographer are you like, you, no. like i'm sure you take you like to take photos I, yeah. but like <laughs> okay so okay this is, even better. this is even Sometimes. better oh my this gosh a, a different photo. segment of millennials <laughs> that doesn't take photos <laughs> corner that market um I all the sh- marketers are like scrap, scrap, scrap. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah so what no, the hell I was i talking about um you're asking if i i, I don't really take pictures. right so so for me when i see um i guess graham what you're I, I guess what what you're saying is well i don't know what you're saying what am, what am i what's my brain doing right now i don't know no, no, hold on i got it i got it i got it i got it i got it, I got it. For when i see when i see as a photographer when i see an image and i know that what's posted or what it looks like of what the photographer's showing is different than what the original image looks like. Right. Yeah. That it makes me like, like we're talking about it. So like, it mm-hmm. makes me think about like, what are the ethics of like, is this the right thing to do? Like it bothers me a little bit. Yeah. Like, like for someone like yourself, like if you see a nice image, is it mm-hmm. as simple as, Oh, that's a nice photo. Scroll, 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 move on. Pretty or do you like much? Like, do you, you know, like do you think about like hmm, is this like the raw image or is this S- the edited version? Sometimes, or? sometimes I do think about it. Um, more often than not, I'm just like, oh, that's nice, and then mm-hmm. scroll, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes, like you can tell, like like I don't really know very much about editing and photography, but like I can tell, and then um, I'll be like, hmm, is that really the picture that they took? Because I've never seen the sky look like that here before <laughs> in real life, and then yeah, exactly. And I'm skies. like, hmm, something's fishy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, if I know that it's edited, I'm like, oh yeah, that's like whatever. Yeah. But sometimes I sometimes I don't know the difference, and I'm just like, oh well, I'm never gonna be able to take pictures that yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. And like, it's I don't know that that's totally fair. And that may be the difference between Kelsey. I don't want to talk for you, but that might be the difference between people like me and Kelsey, who maybe are more purveyors of art, mm-hmm. and Will you, who's more of like a like a if photography is an art. Will, who's like a creator of art, because when I see a pretty photo on social media, I'm like, wow, look at that. That's so yeah. pretty. Yeah. I'm not yeah. so much thinking about like the technicalities yeah, totally. of it. Yeah. So I could give, I couldn't give two shits yeah. about whether a photo has been edited to hell or not, because I'm just appreciating the aesthetic quality of it. That's I'm true. like, oh, yeah. look at the gradient in that sky. Yeah. The only like. thing, <laughs> the only thing Heart. that yeah. is like, not upsetting, but like that maybe isn't good. It's just that I'm trying to be better at photography mm-hmm. and like I have to take pictures for school and stuff. And yeah, sometimes it's discouraging to see the picture that looks yeah. like someone just took it and they're just really good. And then I'm like, oh, well, yeah. like I'm not ever. Yeah, because be then it good, goes but... away from the raw skill of photography yeah, to the skill exactly. of editing. But if I wasn't doing photography at all, I really like I wouldn't care at all either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's for me personally, it's a very like thin like there's a there's a line like i'm i'm teetering on a line of like when i'm scrolling through instagram and i see a picture and if it looks nice i'll like like everyone would if it looks nice if you think it looks nice you're gonna say that's a nice photo mm-hmm. but out loud every single time <laughs> yeah, like, even when you're alive, by yourself <laughs> at a funeral that's <laughs> yeah, a nice photo <laughs> Why are you scrolling Instagram at a funeral? Why like, wouldn't you? They're I, really I, I did, long. I didn't like the person. I was there for the sandwiches. Um, <laughs> the finger food. Yes, the finger uh, food. Uh, you know Ew, what? but I, they're so gross. Not always. <laughs> okay, okay, let's Sorry. go. <laughs> I, got, I, I almost, my opinion on this matter is is still forming. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, don't, I don't have a cut and dry. I like it or I don't. Like, I'll put it this way. I see, and, and I don't even know how to how to put it. Like it's like I'm still I'm still torn about how I feel about the fact that you know should you just take a photo raw and upload it and trust that you're good enough that you know if people like your style, mm-hmm. then people will like yeah. you. Yeah. That if you if you post something and it's like drastically different but you're but you're coming across as like a natural like nature photographer just like a portrait person but you're editing it so much where you know that's not how the person looks or whether Mm -hmm. or not it's just the background like you either either sell yourself as a photoshop like master yeah i can clearly indicate that like i do this to my work yeah and so it's not this isn't like how it really looks yeah Mm -hmm. or don't do it yeah that's fair that's that's yeah okay that's fair I don't know, like, part of me is, like, okay, so our culture is very visual, like, and it's growing visually as well. Yes. Um, and it's just, like, I – sometimes I'm, like, okay, why did you need to edit it this much? Like, are, you're not that good of a photographer, probably. <laughs> like, I'm just 
uh, sometimes I see photos and I'm like, okay, I can clearly tell that you cut out the sky <laughs> and put it into the water. Like yeah. this yeah. is not a natural <laughs> reflection. Yeah. And that bothers me because there are so many people that are like not paying attention, like that are just like passively consuming that content. And they and think, not it, they really, think it's real. Yeah. 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 And um, where is I going with that? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like if you're good at Lightroom, you get farther than people, like you can get farther than people who are actual photographers that actually look for light, that actually take the best photo possible when it's raw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, But then would you say that photo- pho- photography, like having the skill of photography is more uh, perhaps prestigious or difficult to master than the skill of Lightroom and Photoshop? I, I think if you take a bad photo, you can make it good in editing. Oh, so yeah, and I think right. that that Definitely. is a valid skill. No, oh for sure. God, like, and, so and see, like that's, yeah, but that's, then don't call yourself a photographer because that's not <laughs> yeah, what you are. Yeah, because then I guess you just be another see, like that, and that's <laughs> where that's where that's where sort of I'm torn because being good at Lightroom and Photoshop and all of these so- these softwares, like it is a skill. Like mm-hmm. they are challenging to use, and if you can create art like that and make yeah. it so convincing that it's real, mm-hmm. then you know, market yourself as a graphic designer yeah. or yeah. or you know, don't call yourself a photographer because I mean, if you're not producing content like just a photo mm-hmm. then it's something else yeah like you're 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 right. selling something different yeah. to people i think that it's almost fair to assume as a user of social media that almost almost maybe this is a gross exaggeration almost all photos on social media have been touched up even a little bit especially uh, instagram when it is so easy you can yeah. click a button and it auto adjusts like lighting yeah, and contrast for sure from from simple stuff like that, like I've yeah, never posted a photo that I have lighting and contrast like, is different than like than like full on moving the sky into the water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes, and Which turning the sky purple. <laughs> I would say I would I would say every single photo I've posted on Instagram has been edited. Me too, and I'm not a photographer. And, and, yeah, and when you, when I when you hear that, it's like it doesn't mean that it's been no cha- like, like it doesn't altered. mean what's the word ma- yeah. manipulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's. You know, whatever the raw image is, like I, like, I sure, like I've posted a picture or two where it's like I've intentionally increased certain aspects of, like whether it's like clarity or yeah, contrast totally. to like to give it like a feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like I try to my best to always keep it, like there's nothing, nothing in the image that you see, wasn't there when the image yeah mm-hmm. taken. yeah there's a difference and yeah and that's where like the that's difference what, yeah is, that's I the think. difference for me is between like, enhancing and altering. So then the difference Ooh. for you guys Ooh, is, is is changing levels versus time. adding or warping? My thing is that, like... Because there's got to be a line there somewhere. So if I go somewhere because I saw a photo on Instagram, yeah, like, of a place, I would be curious how often people are disappointed yeah. at the natural world because of photos. Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. good point. Yeah, Like, that sure. I would actually be curious to know that because... Not that, like, I don't think that I ever have, and because, like, I'm not that great of a photographer, any photo I'm going to take from a place is nowhere near as good as, yeah, like, same. What the na- what's natural. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, how do you even get, how can you even capture this beauty and magnificence? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what people say when they take photos of me. <laughs> um but yeah, so I don't know. I've seen photos that come close, and I know that's because they've been edited. Um, edited. It's a tough hard, word today. A hard word yeah, today. it really is. Edited. It's like edited. Did. Did. Who knows? Um, but yeah, like I have a photo from. Uh, I think Paul, I know what example you're going to use. Paul Backin. I love it. Yeah. I think that's what his name is. <laughs> I don't know. I won an Instagram contest. Whoa. Wow. That had like thirty thousand comments. Whoa! Wow. Pardon me. This is Instagram. Oh, it's Scott Backin. Sorry. Yes. It's is, back is in that like the one B-A-K-K-E-N. with the hotel that you're talking about? The hotel. No, with the I can talk about the hotel one though, because that one made me angry. That but one made you so angry. No, so uh, I won an Instagram contest from him. I entered those a lot. Um, yes. Which I think all my friends hate me for because <laughs> I take them in stupid <laughs> crap all the time. But whatever, I win them. Yeah, I nice. won a laptop case once too. But Whoa. anyway. <laughs> wow. So I won this photo and he sent it to me and it is beautiful. It's a Pato Lake, which is in Banff. 
and uh, it has a person in it, and it's just great. Um, but, like, yeah, obviously it's been edited, but I don't feel that it's been edited so much that I would go there and feel... Ripped off. Yeah, which sometimes I see photos, and I've been to those places, yeah. and I know that that photo is not an accurate representation of how I saw that thing when mm-hmm. I was there. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, in part, is, like, where it, the line is drawn. And that's manipulation. Yeah. That's yeah. manipulating your viewer to think that this is what you'll see when you go here. Yeah. When it's just not. That's, like, there's a place. I don't know where it is or what it's called. It's in Manitoba. It's, like, a lake that's, like, really blue. Mm-hmm. And it's called... Uh, it's called Blue Lake. It's called Little <laughs> Big... It's called, very... it's called, like, Limestone something. Yeah, yeah. Something like, like little that. Little Limestone Lake or, yeah. big, or something. And, like, it blew up... For me, anyway, I started noticing it, yeah. like, two years ago, maybe, and I've never been, but, like, I always wonder, I'm like, is that really what it looks like? It, it is. It's crazy, crazy yeah. blue water, which doesn't usually exist in Manitoba. It's, mar- it's, it's It actually it's looks moral, like that? It's moral or wow, something. Wow, that's but crazy. But that's interesting that you question yeah, that. I, yeah, I totally did. I was like, I wonder if I go there, if it's going to look like this picture, or if I'm, if it's just, like, yeah. edited, because who knows? It's going to be that's a national park yeah. soon. Wow, that's cr- yeah, I actually heard that, yeah. yeah it's, a mar- it's like a moral lake, which is why it's that color. Where is it? Um, it's up, it's like five hours north of here. Oh, north, yeah, okay. Oh. Interesting. The Big Blue. It's called Little Big Limestone. There's a lot of cool yeah. shit, like, close to Manitoba. That, like, I haven't seen it, it's really or bothering me. Or in Manitoba, yeah. yeah. Like, in, in Manitoba, yeah. Oh, you that's mean, right. like, close to Winnipeg? Yeah, close to, oh, that's okay. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. It's because the world's a big place, man. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. But no, like. She's <laughs> getting Neil deGrasse Tyson on the show. <laughs> And if you have, like, four or five days in the summer and you have, like, 500 bucks or something, <laughs> you lost me. That's not really I'm that listening. much money. I'm listening. Anyway. Uh, uh, um, like, it's worth it, like it to go car. up north. Like, it's worth it to go yeah, it up actually north, is. go to, like, that lake mm-hmm. or stop your first night in Steep Rock. Yeah. Go to that Marl Lake. What are those like? There's like waterfalls up there to too. P- yeah, go to Pissu Falls. Falls. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Pissu Falls. You can, <laughs> you can yeah. hike you. because that's not even the tallest one in Manitoba. <laughs> yeah. But the tallest one is a hike in one, and it's like yeah. an overnight hike, which I think would be super cool. But yeah, that's been on my list for a while. But the last time I had that kind of time, I chose to go to Northern Ontario anyway. Like in. I, whatever. Like, I chose to go to Northern Ontario instead mm-hmm. yeah. um, of Northern Manitoba, which, like, I don't regret, but it that's still in my yeah. near vicinity plans. Yeah, I know some guys who do, like, crazy canoe trips mm-hmm. up in the north. Like, they always go to Pissy Falls and stuff, and they do it for, like, two weeks at a time, and, like, they're doing, yeah, it's crazy. They just, like, literally live in the wild. And it's like they That's post so cool. they post the nicest pictures though, and those for sure dream. are not edited. Like I know for a fact those pictures are not edited, <laughs> and they're yeah. so nice. And it can't makes you want to go. Can't get plug them? in the wild. <laughs> yeah. Plug their Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and go to uh, there's another one, Clearwater Lake. Yeah, near the Paw. Yeah, this and I think like you, I don't know. I grew up up north. Like I grew up in Gillum until I was in grade five. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a large part. Like I still, when I see forests, like I know that that's where I grew, like that's, that's where a large chunk of my life I spent growing up. So then I sometimes I'm like, I need to go back up North because like, I don't know, the prairies are great, even though they're not real. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but like dense boreal forest is like, yeah, I'm just like, let me spend all my time here, please. Into the Wild. Good movie. (laughs) It's the real dream. (laughs) And now we're on to the last segment of the episode. It's called What's Good, where we give you recommendations of our favorite things. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about our favorite travel um, social media uh, accounts. Alyssa, why don't you kick us off? You know about this. Oh, man. Well, I follow like 2,500 people on Instagram. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You don't don't follow me. (laughs) 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> Fully, I think like through the midway of like last semester, yeah, Kelsey's true. like, um, Alyssa. No, no that, literally that like, was last two week. days ago. She followed me back on Twitter, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was wow. last week, not halfway through the semester. Oh, yeah. So incredible. who do you pick? Who do you pick out of the twenty five hundred? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna pick just one. Sure, pick a couple. First, shout them out. Okay, so there are good good people in Manitoba are at Reed O V, at Kyle Shepard. So that's like. Oh, yeah. I follow him, too. Yeah, he's yeah. good. Yeah, he actually is good. He um, goes to cool places. Um, uh, Will's going to say the other ones that I'm not going to say. And uh, in terms of Canada, there are some, there are a lot of good Instagrammers that are out of Calgary, too, for some reason. I don't know why that's a hotbed, but probably because <laughs> mountains. But mm-hmm. um, Scott Backen is good. Davey Gravy. Ooh. He posts cool stuff. Fox and, uh, no, not Fox and Finn. It's like little brown fox or something. I don't know. We'll uh, put it in the like description for the podcast. Sure. But yeah, internationally, Will already said Chris Burkhard, but he's amazing. He like surfs in Antarctica. Hey, don't steal my recommendation. (laughs) 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 He does, though. He surfs in the Arctic. Wow. Yeah. He actually has a Netflix uh, movie out. Have you seen Under it? the Arctic Sky. What, really? Yeah, yeah. Have you watched I haven't, it? I haven't seen yeah. it yet. Yeah, I haven't watched it, it yet either. It looks amazing. Wow. Don't it steal does. my recommendation. Okay, excuse me. I, I <laughs> saved two local Instagrammers for you to shout instead of me. I'm okay, not, well, then what, what are your recommendations? Um, <laughs> I feel bad because I'm not going to do local. I'm going to do Chris Burkhard. Sure. Um, <laughs> so is looking at me like she hates me now. Which is her normal look for me. Um, Chris Burkhardt, well, I mean, he is one of the, I mean, right off the bat, he's got like 2.9 million followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Um, he's, uh, I guess, he's, well, first, I guess he's a photographer. He's traveled, I don't think there's one place that he hasn't been. Um, yeah, he's a speaker. Um, you know, he's, like we just said, he has his Netflix series Under an Arctic Sky where he, like, I haven't seen it, but he like surfs in the Arctic. Yeah, yeah, it's um, amazing. His mentality on it is so great. Yeah, like it's not, and it's not just, it's not just ghosts in the studio. <laughs> it's not just, <laughs> it's not just him taking pictures. It's, it's a lot more than that. It's like connecting with the people of the places that he yeah, goes totally. to, and um, he's very active on, um, on his Instagram, like whether it's like stories or a project that he's working on. Um, and just like, I don't know the guy, but just based on what I've seen with him, he just seems like a very genuine person, um, really cares about like, what he does and the people that he's with and like, no matter which project that he's working on. Um, and I mean, it doesn't, it definitely helps that his photos are just absolutely stunning. So that's my recommendation. Chris Burkhard, one word on Instagram. And you can also check out his website, chrisburkhard.com. Sweet. I actually, yeah, I actually do have one. I have sure. other ones, um, no, this, no, you're done, Alyssa. <laughs> no! This guy yes. isn't... I wouldn't necessarily call him an influencer because he's kind of up and coming. Like, he doesn't have that many followers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to school with him. He's a couple years older than me. Um, and he posts really, really nice pictures, like, of mostly Manitoba, like, landscape and nature and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does, like... Um, he does like portraits and stuff. He's got like a really good variety on his Instagram. Um, and he does like a little bit of editing to some of them, but not all of them. And he always says like which ones are edited and which ones aren't. So that's kind of nice. Um, so yeah, he does some really creative stuff. And yeah, his name is Josh Hutton, Josh underscore Hutton on Instagram. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I went to school with him. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Wow. Celebrity mm-hmm. status. I don't Chuck us a couple few. I didn't know that we could. Okay. So also, okay, <laughs> so Chris Brinley Jr., he's cool. He mm. scales mountains and stuff. Wow. And Wanderabouts is good, too. She's in BC. Mr. Ben Brown is good. He lives in Cape Town. Sweet. All right, well, make yeah. sure that you guys uh, give those accounts um, a check out. Make sure you give them a checkout. Check them out. <laughs> Check them out at your local supermarket. Yeah, and we'll put, we'll put like links to a list or a yeah. Link to like yeah, we'll keep them in the description. description box below in case you want to see those. And lastly, uh, we encourage you, our dear dear audience, to guess what this sound is. We will be revealing what that sound bite was next episode. Um, if you win, you get a free high five from us. <laughs> 
and a smooch on the cheek if you so desire. And with that, that's going to wrap up our first episode of One With Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Uh, make sure you follow us at um, on Instagram and Twitter at One With MB. We'll be posting some content there for you to check out. And make sure that you tune into our next episode where we'll be chatting about alternative living. What's it like to live in a van or a tiny, tiny little house? We're going to explore that next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace. Bye.